Welcome back to Dice Dice, my darling. This particular episode is a little bit different. We're doing something a one-shot this time. Uh, it's a little bit more rainbow-infused. Uh, we're actually doing a special episode this week uh, for Finella, our character Kristen. <laughs> our person Finella and our character Kristen. I am a character. That's okay. Finella is real. Kristen, we're not sure about. It's true. She is moving out of North Carolina, uh, and so we're going to miss her presence in our game. So we're doing a <clears throat> special one shot that is that is vanilla. They're not vanilla themed, but vanilla heavy. Vanilla flavored. Vanilla flavored. That was what Aww. I was trying for. Vanilla That's infused. It's vanilla infused. <laughs> the vanilla bean. Oh, it's like an essential oil. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's delicious. Dice Dice, my darling, is an essential oil to keep you healthy. <laughs> Listen regularly. That's right. And if you would like to order some of this oil, we can set something up. Just, you know, sell to your friends, your family. Okay, this is not a... MLM scam, I promise. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it will be if I'm smart about it. Uh, we're, we are actually going to be using the... Usually we play uh, Power by the Apocalypse. It's uh, Monster of the Week when we venture into Ashlot, North Carolina. This, this week, we're going to be doing a, the Fate Accelerated System. So there might be a little bit more rules wrangling than you're used to hearing. I will try to cut most of it out. I will be your GM. Uh, my name is Nicole. To my left is this person. I'm Ducky. Uh, I will be Ducky. <laughs> I'm very flammable. And... <laughs> Wait, are you flammable or is your character flammable? Both. Spoilers. I, mean, I used to be a 90s era goth. I'm very flammable. And I am to Ducky's left. I am Donnie, sometimes known as Silver Tongues. Uh, let's see. I am... Uh, I can't really tell you about my character because we haven't met him yet. We haven't met Well, we, we will in the future. It's, it's going to happen, though. But uh, I am not really a 90s goth kid, so I'm not flammable or dusty. Are you sure? Oh, I'm not sure at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kristen. Um, I will introduce Fenella later. Uh, but I like her. I'm a stranger in a strange land. Oh. Triple Harshaw by the pool. <laughs> and, like, and if you can't think of an intro, just sing your favorite Scissor Sister song about Wizard of Oz. There's only the one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And I am Emmett. And I am bossy. So, so bossy. I've always been bossy. It is... It is a character trait that flows throughout all characters I play. <laughs> all incarnations of it Emma. Does not, it does not matter how which Emmett or Emma I am playing. It is always bossy. Because that is true. Because I am the quintessential oldest sister. <laughs> you know, it's not that we're bossy, us older sisters. It's that nobody else does anything correctly. It's true. No it's one does true. it right. You know, I wouldn't have to be bossy if y'all would just get right. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. I'm a younger brother, so I let you older sisters break the parents, and then I just do whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Up top. <laughs> it's yeah, like little child. sibling and white male privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the little sister, so I'm just everyone's least favorite. Oh, That's not wow. true. I like my little sister. Well, that's nice. I know. Your little sister rules. I have two of them. Yeah. Which one am I talking about? Fight for my affection, sisters. They don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't care about what I do. They're true little sisters. They're like, oh, 
give a shit what you do. Fight to the death, ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> you come home and they're like, who are you again? Wait, what, yes. what color is you? Are you related to us? Are you sure? Uh, this is, well, fair warning, this is an adult podcast where we use big naughty words. Sometimes little naughty words, sometimes medium-sized naughty words. What? So if, like butts. If you are offended <laughs> by strong butts, language, butts, you butts, probably butts, didn't butts, make it this far butts, into the podcast. Butts, I don't know what I'm warning you about. Butts, butts, dicks, pissy, got butts, butts. It's our new song. Dicks. All right, so we are going to join our titular character, Vanilla, in Ashlot, North Carolina, where our adventure takes place. Vanilla, it is a... Let's go with a Sunday. It's a Sunday. What would you be doing on a on a typical Sunday afternoon? On a typical Sunday afternoon, I'd definitely be at um, the unbearable lightness of being um, probably at exactly 10.03 a.m. dipping my <laughs> chamomile uh, tea bag into warm, <laughs> tepid water. Tepid water and then <laughs> rapidly removing it. it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Waving. So that's exactly what's happening at this exact moment. Okay. I'm waving the bag. You're waving the bag at the water. Yep. In an attempt to make an infusion. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so on your way on at 9.58 a.m., let's say, on your way to the unbearable lightness of being, uh, you notice that the weather is miserable. It's just awful. I mean, it would be miserable to anybody else other than you, because Ben loves yeah. her some bad weather. Yeah. Storm clouds roll ominously overhead, and the air is thick with humidity and the smell of rain waiting to fall. So it is humid, it is swampy, and you are trudging your way. You walk through the door at 10 o'clock. The <laughs> Reese is behind the counter, as we all know, the jackdaw. They say you, they say nothing. They just grab a teacup, fill it up with the hot tap, and hand it to you with a tea bag. So at 10.03... You are seated in your favorite spot in front of the windows, waving your tea bag at the water, willing it to become chamomile infused something. Sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. will will it. I <laughs> will. Someday. Someday. It'll be the right non flavor. Yes. <laughs> uh, you look up into the uh, you look up out of the window and that you notice the trees are starting to really whip around strongly. Uh, there is a there is a small radio playing in the unbearable lightness of being, and you notice that uh, there's some generic '90s soft rock playing. It's the Goo Goo Dolls. It's the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know if he made it. No, it's Madeline Merchant. It's a cafe in the mid '90s. It's definitely Madeline Merchant. Two thousand maniacs. Ducky, what's a Natalie or Ducky or Emmett? What's a Natalie Merchant song? I can't. These are the days. Yeah. So these. So these are the days that is wafting through the cafe, and uh, you suddenly hear that inescapable, inescapable screech of the emergency weather system <laughs> cut across the cafe, across Natalie Merchant, and you hear somebody come on the radio and say, Look out outside, Ashlot. It looks like we were under a tornado warning. That's right. You are advised to take shelter as soon as possible because, man, it's going to be a bad one. I hate Ashlot weather men. Ashlot weather men have a very bad track record. Mm -hmm. and, sure, <laughs> and sure enough, uh, you look outside and the 
what the light has changed from kind of a gloomy, dim morning to suddenly a gray green and it's just growing darker and darker it actually reminds you a little bit of being underwater mm. which you like you're like oh it's like when i dive down away from the sun away from life give it to the planet and everything is holy and soft i don't know if ben <laughs> thinks like that in her own head but sure sure yeah i'm just giving yeah. you an intro in her mouth i made that decision for her the wind ha- which had been picking up before has suddenly gone very still mm. and the jackdaw looks out the front windows and goes yeah, I think we probably should get in the back. And just as they're saying that, you notice that a funnel cloud is dropping down about a block away. Cool. I run behind the counter and grab the Jackdaw's emergency whiskey. Because <laughs> I know it's there. Because you know it's there. I know it's All right, there. So you and the Jackdaw are huddled behind the, the counter. I pour two shots. You pour two shots. For me. Of, for you. And they go... You know that's fucking mine. Well, I mean, I hand them one shot. <laughs> Fair enough. So as you, just as you are about to both down your shots, you hear the unmistakable cacophony of a tornado touching down, and something comes crashing through the front of the unbearable lightness of being, and then everything goes black. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. oh no! Everyone is dead. The podcast is over. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> this has been your special send off, Kristen. Let's go get pancakes and beer. Oh, wait a minute. Man. I mean, hold up. No, no, no. Let's finish. Let's finish. You wake up. You're not sure how long later, and you're not sure where you are because you are. You find yourself lying outside in a damp patch of clover. And you look, kind of try to look, you, you are, your vision is swimming, your head's throbbing a little bit, you're trying to look around, but a chilly fog has descended around you, obscuring your vision. And you can just make out these dim shapes moving in the mist and hear these low, muttering voices. Um, it looks, or it sounds, like you might be surrounded by people you... Aren't sure you recognize. What do you do? Um, let's see. Can I stand up? Sure. All right, so I'm going to stand up. Um, does my vision get clearer then? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get the impression that you were knocked around a little bit, but that you don't seem to be... You look down at yourself. What, what were you wearing when you headed into the unbearable lightness of being? So I have on a uh, floor-length shift... Of of light blue, and white faded checkers. Lovely. Um, and I've got silver platform sandals. Very nice. Uh, you look down at your, you kind of check yourself over. You're not injured that you can tell, but you are no longer wearing your silver platform sh- <gasps> sandals. You are instead wearing sparkly red combat boots. I scream, where the fuck are my slippers? Uh, you hear, you feel something wet nudge the back of your calf. Okay. Something cold and wet nudge the back of your calf. I, I look, I look at what it is. It is a tiny, teeny tiny, like 10 pound purse sized sea lion. Okay. And it looks up at you and, ooh, ooh. Um, I bend down 
and I look at it straight into its beady little eyes um, and I ask, do you know where my platforms are? And from, from behind you in the fog, you're, well, um, when you killed the witch, you took her souls. Sir, madam, or person, I have no idea what you're saying. When you killed the witch, you took her souls. When they, I... They went on your feet. When I, I paid the, the wretch? <laughs> Did she hit her head? When she killed the witch, she hit her head. Suddenly, you are... All of these... Very wee figures come out of the mist surrounding you. They're all about two to three feet high. Uh, they are wearing various, you know, like fantasy style clothing. There's some like, <clears throat> there's some like knickerbockers, some stripy shirts. Um, they have on fabulous shoes, very well cobbled. So you you dropped you dropped your what what. Liam, what what is that? Oh, that's a coffee shop. Uh, you dropped your coffee shop onto the witch, and then you took her shoes. You're you're in the Leprechaun Village. The, is that in is that in North Carolina? I don't. What? She definitely hit her head. It, it's in Oz. It sounds like a right concussion. That sounds like a concussion to me. Oh, fate! She's gonna when she when she dies. I'm getting them shoes though. No, the her. fuck you're not. So we don't know what happened to your other It's magic. You notice one of the leprechauns pushes away side his fellows and steps out. He is wearing, he's a little bit taller than everyone else on the fact that he is wearing the sweetest platforms that you have ever seen. They are tiny. They are too small for you to take. Because I know you thought about it. I did. <laughs> but it gives him a good five inches on everyone else. And he says, don't worry, boys. I've got this. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all fine. Hello, stranger to the strange land. I, the mayor of Leprechaun Village, Mickey McMayor, would like to thank you so kindly. Uh, if it wasn't for your timely coffee shop, you said? Coffee shop attack. We would have suffered greatly at the hands of the Wicked Witch of... Uh, which witch was she? That's the East one. Yeah, the Wicked Witch of the East. There's two of them. The target cake track. And sure enough, you look behind you, and the whole storefront of the unbearable lightness of being is dropped down into the center of this ramshackle-looking little miniature Irish village. <coughs> if Irish villages were made by someone with a twisted sense of whimsy, um, the buildings are small and low and have thatched roofs and look, eh, look a little rough. The people have great shoes, but their uh, architecture is not so hot. Yeah, and and they're sticking out from underneath. There are two curled up legs with just shriveled up little feet. Is you, you, you dropped your you dropped your shop right on her head. It was beautiful. It's the most fun. We're gonna be singing about that for ages. Well, that's 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 great and all, but um, is there was there another part? Person, uh, you know, kind of short, well, tall to we you, didn't, you, but we, um, we, uh, no, we didn't see anybody. Two different colored eyes. No, I didn't see anybody Gosh, like that. Shit. Um, oh, wait, you know what? Let's ask the lollipop guild. The 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 what? The what? The lollipops can fart, and three, I very angry little leprechauns. Oh, I with... scream! They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> they peer up at what? They have three eyes between them. So each one has a squinty eye. It's all they're all on different things. They have bulbous red noses, like they've spent their entire lives drinking 
and they look up at you each with their one it's like tiny little Popeyes staring up at you and they look up at you with their one tiny little beady eye and they say it's the lollipop kid we have a witch she was a bitch you'd hit her on the head Laura, Laura, Laura. Then, then the, the uh, Manila is singing along, and the last Manila starts singing along. The, the mayor interrupts us. All right, all right, boys. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where your friend might be. Uh, you're not right from you're from around here. Oh, um, I don't. Can you? Can, no. Okay. Mm, no, okay. I I'm look. No. The, I mean, the accent was a giveaway. It's a bit yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it is, huh? Mm. 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 Well, I mean, you could stay here with us if you like. We have a lovely pig pen that. I, well, it's there's a house attached to it, but the pigs live in the house, so you'd have to take the pen. But if you'd like to stay, you know, it looks like your coffee shop's a bit worse for wear. If you don't mind my saying, <laughs> I do. Um, can I, can I just, um, take a, take a beat here? Mm. Can I just take a minute? And I, I want to like look around and kind of scan the, what I see around me. Sure. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, as far as you can tell, the, the mist is still clinging to the edges of the, of the village. Mm -hmm. There are several low houses. <clears throat> the unbearable lightness of being is behind you. Do I see anything like in the distance? You see, is... if you... Look past the last houses in the village. You can see just through the fog, you spot a crooked yellow lane that spirals out of the village and into the mists beyond beyond it. Mm -hmm. uh, as you approach, you notice that it's looking it's fallen into some disrepair. Weeds are sprouting up between the crooked bricks, and the paint covering them is chipped and kind of uh, flaking off in spots. So it's it's like the rest of the village. It's seen some hard times. Mm. So I, um... But there are no, you don't see, you, you see a bunch of leprechauns. Cool. And they're all staring at you. One of them is like, you're the biggest villain I've ever seen in my life. Oh. I know I might be in love. Well, um... His wife smacks him. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm standing right here! Eric! Yeah, I know, but look how tall she is. You like the tall ones. Look how tall she is. She's all right, I suppose. Better than you. Hey! Hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip down and I'm going to, um, ask this little, this little guy. The mayor? No, the little, the... Oh, the, the guy that's in love with you? No, the, the, the Toto, the... No, the, the sea lion. The sea lion. <laughs> like, wait, which little guy? <laughs> that little guy. The only little guy There's so many matters. little guys. Um, and I'm going to... Um, whisper real low to him and ask him, I don't know where I am. What do you think I should do? And I'm going to see what, what, what it's little, little nose or flippers tell me. He stares up at you with just pure love in his eyes. Oh it's adorable. Oh my God. Yeah. You would die for this baby sea line. You're useless, but I love you. Um, well, um, miss, uh, what was her name? Um, it's the mayor again, in case you can't differentiate between the bad accents I'm doing. 
<laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, my name is Fenella. You can call me Fenella. Fenella. That's a beautiful, weird name. Um, What's your name? Uh, my name, I introduced myself earlier. I'm Mickey McMayor. Oh. I'm, I'm the mayor. That's completely normal. Well, my father was a McMayor. His father was a McMayor. Were they also mayors? No, one was a one was a crook, one was a pig farmer, and the other one, uh, my great great grandfather, was a bootlegger. Oh, so all mayors. So all, all mayors. So all well in the Kennedy family tradition. Mm. I yes, very true. Mm. Um, if it's if you want to be getting back to where you wherever it is you're from, land of they read the shattered front window, unbearable lightness of being. Uh, you should probably, you well, normally I tell you to follow the Olympic Road and go to the Emerald City and see the wizard, because the wizard would be able to get you home, no problems, but they've been kidnapped by the other witch, the ah. witch of the West. Yeah, the witch of the West has got them in their big old nasty witch castle, and they're probably, they're, I would say, most likely if, they haven't killed the, the wizard by now. Oh, God. They're probably planning on it. Oh, mm. cool. The wizard would be the only person I could think of that could get you home. I mean, yeah. unless you wanted to call that big pen home. I mean, it's still, oh, we we do have the tiny leprechaun real estate office. I could, I know the guy who runs it. I could get, I could pick him up. We could work you out a lovely deal. I, I literally have no money or anything, so... Um, sorry, Mr. You Mr. McMahon. You lovely magic shoes. No, Those no. are good shoes. They yeah. are cunning, aren't they? Yeah, we do. And we, we're leprechauns. We do like shoes. Okay, well, um, no. And no. But uh, thank you. So, um, you said the, the witch, the witch's castle. Which way? Well. Where is that way? I mean, there's no place in Oz you can get to that doesn't touch the Yellowbrick Road. So simply, if you follow the Yellowbrick Road, now, once again, instead of turning off to the west to go to Emerald City, you're going to follow it to the north, and that'll take you right to the Witcher's Castle. You'll have to go through, oh, some haunted woods, you know, and uh, some cursed fields, and, oh, I don't know, probably murderous uh, creatures that totally want to fine. eat your tongue. Totally so, fine. Yeah, yeah no. Seems, seems, seems uh, you know, just a day, regular day in the life. Um, how about this, this little guy, the sea lion? Oh, I thought he, I thought they were yours. No? No I, one's, no one here? No, no? No, we don't have any small nightmare animals. What is that? It's a beautiful... God made thing being and you will not speak that way of my my Toto. Yeah. And I pick him up and I walk the way of the yellow brick road. Oh. I, I stomp in my I stomp purposefully in my They are bear. they are patent glitter boots. like Doc Martens. Okay. And they're at least sixteen hole. So they're, they're you know, you've got some nice height. Well, that's, I secretly love them in my head, but I'm very angry about the fact that I've lost my other shoes. You, you get the impression that maybe the leprechauns stole they them. They definitely stole them, and yeah, I know cause... they do. And I stomp in a way that communicates that I will stomp on them if I don't uh, <laughs> if see they... them again. Okay. So. And so in her 
mid-calf Ruby Chelsea's she stomps down the golden brick road. Yes. With stomp, a, stomp, stomp, with stomp, a sea stomp, lion tucked under my armpit. <laughs> a tiny sea lion uh, named Toto. And yes, uh, none of the leprechauns make a move to stomp you. Okay. They just, they wave cheerily. And the, the lollipop gills sings mournfully as you leave. Laura, Laura, Laura. She left far too soon. We liked her boots. We liked her hair. She was... As tall as Jordan. And then the mists close behind you and as you move forward, shutting off the rest of the song. And you're glad because you got the impression it was probably going to go someplace pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 100% yes. Thank you for joining us for Dice, Dice My Darling. We're calling this arc Over the Rainbow because as you have guessed, I'm sure. It's all based on Alice in Wonderland. Uh, we thank you also for indulging us while we did this little special goodbye for Kristen, uh, who is leaving us for Atlanta. We will miss her, but she is not leaving the show. Uh, she will be kind of calling in remotely, so it might be take a little bit for us to get back to Ashalot, North Carolina, uh, uh, but we will be returning. There's still so many there are four more rings to find. There's a romance to wrap up. We're not done with those characters just yet. Uh, let's see. The next episode of this arc should hit on June 29th. And then I believe on July 13th, we'll be back to goth phase. Uh, if you would like to give me a belated birthday present, because my birthday is right around June 29th, you can uh, simply review this, the podcast on Apple po- Podbeans. No, Apple Podbeans. It's a new website that no one else goes to. Uh, Apple Podcast or Podbean or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you're getting this podcast. Uh, the reviews help people find us that they weigh more heavily in the algorithm uh, when people search for things than say uh, episode length or consistency. So those reviews really do help us. If you would like to help us monetarily, that would be amazing. Uh, we have a couple of different ways you can do that. Just go to agonyauntstudios.com. There you'll find a link to our coffee and our Patreon, and also a button to make a one-time donation via PayPal. You'll also find all the information about our other podcasts, like uh, Steampunk After Dark, and I think the other one is called Clockwork Cabaret. Yeah, I think that's what the other one is called. Uh, if you are a fan of Clockwork Cabaret, we are going on va- we are going on vacation. We're going on our summer hiatus, uh, starting next week. I think is our last live show. And then we're going to be doing like best of episodes after that. So uh, the only place that you'll get new Lady Addercop and Emmett Davenport content is right here on Dice Dice My Darling. So yeah, I don't know. So yeah, get those reviews in. Uh, if you would like to follow the show, we are at DDMDcast on Twitter. We're at Dice Dice My Darling on Instagram, and I think we're under DDMDcast on Facebook. I think you can just do a search for us on Facebook and find us. Uh, if you would like to follow our players, I am at Lady Addercop on Twitter. Ducky is at Lord Addercop. Uh, Donnie is at D Springfield. Emmett is at Emmett Davenport. And Kristen is at Phenomenom. 
let's see what else is there to say if you would like to have me a character on the show you can do that simply uh, tweet at us using the hashtag ddmdcast and we will add you to either the list of victims or the list of residents of Ashland, north carolina uh, if you would like to have a message read on the show you can do that too uh, simply include a message in your uh, with your coffee when you go to ko-fi.com backslash agony aunt studios and uh, you can join the people like the ranks people like the ranks the ranks of people like l penley or L- ultraman liberty or professor von explano and all of that funding helps pay for just basically everything that we do on this show uh, a lot of it comes out of pocket so most of it comes out of pocket so anything that you can donate is always appreciated and uh, i think that is it june 29th next over the rainbow arc uh july 13th probably next uh vamps of vegas and uh, i'm gonna let you get back to the action have a great day All right, so Vanilla, as you walk away from the terrifying Leprechaun Village, uh, you've been walking for a while, and you've noticed that towards Leprechaun Village, the yellow brick road was flanked by these giant mushrooms with red caps. And as you walk further and further away, they kind of thin out, and the road slopes up gently, and the mushrooms grow fewer and fewer in between, and the fog lifts slightly, and on both sides of the yellow brick road, you see low fences made from a rough-hewn wood. Can you tell I wrote this part down? You can, thank you. (laughs) Beyond the fences, uh, you see row upon row of what looks like it used to be some kind of tall, stocky plant. Uh, At first glance, it's impossible to tell what the crop used to be. They're shriveled, they're brown, the tops and the branches have been hacked off, roughly leaving these jagged, mutilated husks. And up ahead, over one of the fences, you see a dim figure moving sluggishly in the mist, and you hear the harsh call of crows. (coughs) The harsh harsh call of crows, and one solitary duck. In the distance, and as you approach closer and closer, uh, you hear a shout of sudden alarm. What are you gonna do? I uh, I, I look that way, and and can I see anything? Uh, yeah, well, you, you just have to move. You're gonna move towards the sounds. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So as you uh, as you approach the sounds on uh, in one of the fields, uh, you see that there is a murder of about five crows. That are di- I thought you meant a murder was happening. There, there is a murder. <laughs> it's like, oh god, this ring, has gone ring, so dark. Ring, ring. Only two crows. It's an attempted murder. Oh, there's a murder with the body on the ground. No, there's, there's okay, there's a, I was trying to be all fancy with the proper It was term. good, I'm just dumb. <laughs> no, there's a flock. A sad flock. It's not very big. A flock of about five crows. You see a flock of Five crows dive-bombing a short figure who appears to be lashed to a pair of large wooden planks that are sunken into the soil in an X shape. Oh, God. Oh, he's being crucified. No, it's not a, it's not a cross. It's an X. Same. It's more, so, like, same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, like, a cross is St. Andrew, but that's an S&M thing, so I didn't want to say that. It's, also, like, oh, it's <laughs> also the flock of Scotland. Then you went out and said Oh, it. you're telling on yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 
we said former goths. You think we've never seen a person on a St. Andrew's cross before? Come on. <laughs> I've been to South Beach. I mean, not this week, right? Not this week. No. Yeah, not this weekend. Not since, not since I moved out of Florida. You know, it's on every street corner down there. So it's just, oh, well, you want to go five miles past the guy on the St. Andrew's Cross being flogged by a dominatrix until you see a guy pooping in a park. And then my apartment complex is right across the street. You'll know it's the right one by the guy. Eating the face. No, the guy watching porn in the front window. Ours we, is the one with the star in the door. We did have to warn people about the guy watching porn in the front of our apartment complex. So it's going to be a guy with a big screen TV. I forgot about that. If you pull up at night, please don't be alarmed by the man watching a porn on a giant TV. It's, in it's, South, it's South Florida. He's watching today's rushes. He's just getting ready for production. I mean, could be. It's just work. There was no editing happening. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you see this small figure up, uh, uh, l- l- propped up as if they were a scarecrow. Mm. And, Ducky, what does this figure look like? Well, he's, like you said, he's very, he's very small and latched to a thing. <laughs> you just, you've already made it pervy you can say it <laughs> he's that's to a St. Andrew's cross uh, he's barefoot but his feet are abnormally hairy he has uh, uh, shredded like like jeans that are cut off just below the knee and a, a Pixies t-shirt that's like barely she just kept that in fiction huh? barely hanging on <laughs> the and, Wizard of Oz featuring the Pixies <laughs> and, and a, a, a green hoodie that's also like just he's shredded he's a scarecrow and, he, he has to be made of straw. He's made of... I was getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> Living up to your bossy... His, uh, his abnormally hairy... Well, you've got hairy feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's straw. Okay, I was getting okay. To, oh, jeez. I was getting to that. <laughs> okay, all right. No, all right. I'm sorry. We're no, sorry. sorry. We're sorry for doubting you. Okay. Can sorry. I continue? Can yes, I do yes. this thing I'm trying to do? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. We, we for us a fiction. Yes. So he's made out of straw was what I was getting at, which you realize as you look closer that the hair on his feet is actually bits of straw that's been pecked out by the uh, crows. And yet on the top of his head, is a, it almost looks like a woman's um, like uh, beach hat, but it's black and faded and kind of like, you know, also deteriorating. Uh, but she has a crow feather stuck in it, which is kind of weird because he's a scarecrow. But yeah. So I am... I am. I, I get a sense that this 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 figure strangely is familiar to me. <laughs> Can't get place why. I, I don't know why. I mean that pixie shirt. Like I, that's that's um that's a good that's a good look. Is the first thing that Fenella thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but she actually she kind of absentmindedly sets uh, Toto the sea lion down and just kind of starts walking like towards uh, towards this figure, you know, as if. Uh, you're trying to get a better look, but you're also absent-minded to everything mm-hmm. else around you. So she's just kind of like getting closer and 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 moving towards. All right. So as you move closer to the the figure on the the wooden planks, uh, two of the crows circle around and dive at you. Uh, so I'm going to need you to roll a defense roll, please. So we are playing the fate system, which has a series of pluses and minuses. Just like math. Just like it's it's a lot more math than we normally do. 
So you're rolling uh, four six-sided dice that have pluses and minuses on them and are totally fucking confusing. Right. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with this, the, or fate or fudge dice, basically it is on uh, one two sides there are pluses, on two sides there are minuses, and on two sides they are blank. You roll a series of four dice, and then you add the pluses, subtract the minuses, and ignore the blanks. I'm a fan geek nerd, not a trig nerd. So what did you get? So that's a one plus and one minus and two blanks. So, so that, that is a zero. zero. So uh, I'm just wondering, do, is there anything that you could do to defend yourself from this attack? Do you have... I guess Toto... Okay, so Toto can... I guess... So I had set down Toto mm-hmm. um, as I was walking towards this figure, but um, as I'm like trying to kind of swat away these crows, <laughs> that's the sound it makes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you have no idea what that sounds like when I'm editing the song. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, because I hit the stupid springs on our know. microphones. Oh, they're dead. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Um, so yeah, so I'm like swatting away the 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 the, the crows, and I am failing. And Toto, um, who has just kind of been like flopping ooh, 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 ooh. behind me, <laughs> uh, he uh, he comes along and he. Defense All right, for yeah. me. Um, he is my ferocious familiar, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a unique and strong bond after spending five minutes with each other. Well, he did look at you with love in his eyes, and he is tiny, so how could you not? And I looked back. Yeah. I mean, I looked yeah. back. I am not doubting that at all. So he will defend me um, in this moment. I just... Yeah, do just I roll, roll? Yeah, roll some fake dice. He and I get, get any pluses. But, uh, or, well, no, you're doing you're doing one of your... So in the fate accelerated system, you, you can have two. stunts. So you're doing one of your stunts? Mm-hmm. So he's going to get a plus two because he has a stunt. <laughs> oh, and it is... That's two minuses and a blank. Two. Uh, so the crows rolled for plus two. They also have no pluses, but that means that... Uh, they hit, they both hit poor little Toto instead of you. Oh, he did. He's not dead. No, he can only take, he can only take two stresses. And it's the, what basically, the way we figure, the way that this game figures out damage is it's whatever you rolled minus what I rolled. And the result is the damage. So you got a zero and I rolled a two. So it's two. Toto can only take two stresses. Toto is poor little Toto. He's, he tries so hard. He ordered ferociously and jumped up and snapped at the crows, but he missed. And they just redirected their attack and just hit him, boom, boom, one right after the other and knocked him right in his little noggin. And it just sh- shot, rattled his, his whole world. And in fear, he dived, he ordered away, or, 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 I like how that's now a noun and a verb, uh, he ordered away behind the St. Andrew's Cross where the, the hub, where this scarecrow-like figure is lashed, and he is hiding behind that. He is not going to be seen for the rest of this turn. Oh, I'm pissed. Yeah, you're pissed, pissed now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm so pissed. Did you ever so, my my toe Uh, like, so, <clears throat> hey, scarecrow. You know, I used to think that these crows are kind of cute, but like, then they just attacked your little dog thing. He's adorable. Why the hell they got to do that? I scream. They're ruining my crops. Fucking hate these crows. I definitely scream. <laughs> so the scarecrow is sentient. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in, you introduce yourself to this lady. You're going to just 
talk at her. Yeah. Oh. So so I I've been I've been charged to take care of this here uh this here crop here. It used to be corn back in the day. A little bit of corn and some <clears throat> other stuff. But uh yeah, the witches said these crows they they ain't like normal crows because normal crows are usually scared of me. But these ones just kind of sit around and peck at my face and my feet. And I'm so sorry. They're awful, man. Like I I I hate them. I didn't try to get rid of them, but I can't do nothing about it. Well, why do you stick around here if it's so awful? That's my job. I'm kind of, like, stuck here. Plus, Who's... like, I ain't got no brain or anything, so I can't really, like, you know, figure out a plan. Well, you don't need a brain. I mean, who's your boss? I don't rightly know. So... I, I'm just here. You're but... just, you know, you're just working. You get, you get paid? Um... Strictly speaking, no. I just kind of hang around. I mean, pardon the pun, but I just kind of hang around. While you're chatting, the... While you're chatting, the crows are circling ominously overhead, preparing their next attack. Mystery Scarecrow Man, uh, you can try to escape your bonds right now if you would like. I would like. Okay, so what you're going to need to roll is an overcome... Yeah. Roll like, and I would think that this is just going to be a pure force roll because you're trying to break your bonds. Yeah. So let's let's grab some ducky some dice, and you are going to roll against me. I'm going to be rolling for the force of your bonds. Mm -hmm. uh, so just go ahead and roll. Oh, Ooh, that, you got three. Yes, yeah, three pluses. That is a plus three. Oh, I I got a plus one. So you not only do you succeed, you succeed with gusto. Oh yeah, Ducky, you rolled the father and the son and the holy shit. Uh, the spirit so, of Karl Marx compelled you. you uh, let's see. Rise the proletariat, y'all. <laughs> so um, you accomplish your goal, yeah. uh, and I believe that a plus three. Three is good. Okay, so you're not accomplishing it with gusto, but you are you're, or with style. But you are accomplishing a goal inspired by this woman's w words of, well, why do you do this? And who's your boss? And also eat the rich. And, and, yeah. she, and she just throws that in. Eat the rich. Just, you know, if you want to. Eat the rich. Uh, you strain across uh, against your bonds and you are free. You tumble to the ground. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's ungraceful. <laughs> Thud. <laughs> but it, but you are, for the first time that you can remember, free from your bonds and no longer bound to this location. And that is great, because there are five crows circling to come down at you. Oh, man, this... Oh, I got the pins and needles real bad. I can't remember the last time I was on my own feet, but I'm gonna get them some bitching crows. Vanilla. They were in my nanner patch. <laughs> <laughs> are there nanners now? <laughs> nanners, corn, and... And, and some tell me he's wearing pants. Oh yeah, he's uh, yeah. He's on. he's got shredded jean shorts on. Okay, so, so his nanner patch is well hidden. His nanner patch is well hidden. <laughs> All right, so Vanilla, uh, there are five crows circling overhead. They are looking like they are about to drop down. What are you gonna do? Is this like a fairly barren place? Yes, or is there there is as far as you can see, there is just wasted crops. Some is there fences. any water nearby? There are none that you see know of, but you figure. Some, something's got to water these plants, right? Under normal circumstances. And you do have the guy that knows. So you'll have to... You can ask. There's a couple puddles. He can't... He's... She, you can't hear the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Um... I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say Scarecrow. I don't really remember ever having a name. I'm going to name you, okay? Is okay. that okay? That's okay. Okay, your name is... 
I don't know where this came from, but I think, I, I feel like your name is Higgins. What do you think about that? I like that. That sounds, All right, Higgins. That sounds like comfortable. I like that. It's like a glove. You feel like you're calling home, huh? Yeah. I yeah. Do. All yeah. right. What a nice moment we're having. Okay. Where does the, how, how does this get watered around here? Oh, well, there's a guy that comes and waters it every day. Uh, I mean, when he can be ours to do it when he's not, you know, drinking a whole bottle of wild turkey. But, um, uh, Usually it's like the rain, but he comes along like every other day. He came by yesterday, so there might be some puddles laying around. Probably rife with mosquitoes. Are there any puddles laying around? Yeah, you realize that there are actually several rain barrels that have been set up. Um, the fog has burnt out off a little bit, and you can see in the distance, now that Higgins points it out, that there are several barrels stationed in in intervals along the fence that you are assuming those are the rain barrels. Okay, so I'm going to run over to one of these rain barrels. Uh -huh. I'm drawn to this water. Of course. Um, it makes me feel comfy. Um, and I, I, I turn my gaze to these crows. Um, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I want these crows out of my life. I want us to get down this road. Um, I want my new friend, uh, this weird scarecrow feller, to um, be safe and freed from his uh, capitalist bonds. <laughs> you, you want to eat the rich just a little? Just a little. And um, all of a sudden, uh, the water starts kind of rising out of these barrels. Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of take shape. Uh, they almost look like bullets. Um, and they, I, I, they go for where I'm looking. Uh-huh. And... I should assume this you're is looking a, at the crows. I, I am. This is a forceful attack in which this water is being bent by my sight. And that is a three. That is plus, great. Oh, plus. Plus because it's a forceful attack? It's a forceful attack, so plus two, and then plus two to the attack. So that, yeah. So, you you have... You stare at these crows. Stare them down. Yeah, so what? So uh, they they rolled a negative three. So, uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, they ain't saving. Are they dead? Saving. That's uh, well, some good yes. water bin. So tell us, tell us what this looks like when these water bullets whiz, like, take, uh, so you're, you're taking aim at these crows with water bullets? What is mm -hmm. that like? What does the attack look like? So it's just like, um, bullets probably about the size of a fist. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was thinking they were little tiny things. So, so, mortar rounds. Just yeah. mortar rounds. So giant water fists. <clears throat> Magic yeah. missiles are big. They are. <laughs> and they just, they they pummel these crows and to the, to the point that, like, it almost, the water almost consumes each one and uh -huh. and takes them to the ground. Yeah. One so, by one. So once one of these, the, the second that these water fists make contact with one of these crows, they just disintegrate. Like, they yeah. explode in a wisp of smoke and feathers. Could you make that sound again? Mm -hmm. This is what it sounds like when crows. Oh, God. I'm so going to get saved from all the middies I put on the show. Uh, <laughs> yes, you... These crows explode in a wisp of smoke and feathers and just kind of a few black bits of fluff rain down on you and Higgins. Is you it have, cute? It's, it would be cute if it wasn't so violent. Uh, so it's super cute, is yeah. what you're saying. Toto peers his little head from around the side of the 
the, the St. Andrew's Cross and comes hops. Ording. I can't think of any other. I mean, it's ording. Like he's ording. Verb for anything. Uh, he comes orton up to you and kind of leans up on your calf. And, um, and yeah, he's 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 what he 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 doesn't look any worse for wear. Oh, he's, that's good. He's, he doesn't look injured. Uh, he, I pick he just, him up. I cradle him. Um, you said he's purse size. He, he's bitty. He's bitty. So he like orts up my arm onto my shoulder. Okay, that's fine. You can yep. sit up there. Yep, he's there. We nuzzle. Aww. It's a moment. For a second, it's a moment. Dice Dice My Darling is an Agony Aunt Studios production and part of the Simply Adorable Podcast Network. Simply Adorable, where the dorky meets the adorable. Artist owned, funded by listeners like you. Just like NPR. Only if NPR were dorky. I mean, dorky-er. Then it already is.